tonight is Nicole. Hey there. And it is our second episode. We are doing the second MCU movie, The Incredible Hulk from 2008. Mm-hmm. Not the Ang Lee one, not the one with the... Lou Ferrigno, the TV shirt. Nice. Although he may or may not be in this one. So. Uh, this stars this stars Edward Norton as Bruce Banner slash Hulk. Although he really isn't playing Hulk per se because it's a CGI monster. Uh, Liv Tyler, Tim Roth, Tim Blake Nelson, Ty Burrell, and William Hurt. And it is directed by Louis Letterer. Or maybe Louis Letterer. But uh, that's, that's that man's name. Uh, so the Incredible <laughs> Hulk. Bruce Banner, a scientist on the run from the US government, must find a cure for the monster he turns into whenever he loses his temper. Uh, so that's an interesting starting point here. All but a couple are not are streaming on Disney Plus. This is one of the two that is not streaming on Disney Plus or Netflix. This is actually available for purchase on several places or rent. Uh, we ended up renting it from Prime. It's a couple Amazon bucks. Prime, yep. So if you have any interest, you have to rent it. So I'm very sorry uh, that you have to do that. But uh, maybe you've already seen it and you remember it well enough. So we're going to spoil it here. Maybe we just did it for them. We're going to spoil it here. Uh, Nicole, what are your thoughts on... I didn't know that this came out the same year as Iron Man. It did. uh, Just a little bit after. Not too far after, actually. Yeah. A couple Um, months. I, once again, have never seen any Incredible Hulk films or shows or anything of the sort. Um, so I know the story, I know the premise that he's got the, the gamma rays or whatever in him and, um, you know, turns into a Hulk when he gets mad. So that's really all that I know. So I didn't know what to expect in, in here. Um, the beginning is a little interesting. The first little scene that we get with, uh, Liv Tyler looking at him and he's sitting in the chair and he's all, you know? Um, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a, that was a good setup. Um, interesting ride with him through being in hiding in whatever third world area he's in. He bounces around in South America. He's in Brazil to start, but then, yeah, he, he bounces around a little bit before making his way back to the States. Yeah. I apologize if I offended anybody with that, but that's what it looked like in there. He's living in like a little shack. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, it's not a nice place wherever, wherever he is. So, (laughs) and you know, him chatting with Mr. Blue about trying to find a cure for this thing. So that's the interesting part of this for me. The non-interesting part of this is the whole governmental side of it with the, the other guy trying to find, how to inject himself with the shit to make him a Hulk, an- another Hulk. That wasn't what really interests me in this. Um, I was more leaning towards kind of watching him deal with what's going on and, you know, trying to resolve it. I hate Liv Tyler's character, though, in this. You especially hate her voice. You could not. Uh... She's, oh, yeah, you mean this voice? That's the when one. <laughs> she's screaming and she says, Press that fucking voice. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's very similar to the. Yes. Ugh, that brought that brought the the movie down ten notches. Uh you know, I was I wanted to I wanted to watch it, but I was so sidetracked with her that I could not enjoy half of the movie. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Incredible Hulk, I've said uh, when we first started this, there are two that I have not seen. This is one of the two I have never seen. I never saw Incredible Hulk, uh, mostly because it's the least available, and even to this day, still not very available. You have to pay for it, which I kind of regret. Yeah, what, um, is, what is that? Well, you, Hulk and Spider-Man are the ones that don't have... Uh, Spider-Man still is partially owned by Sony, 
So they have like a deal kind of going on where they can use each other. Like it can be in the MCU, but that's why they're, you know, into the Spider-Verse is still a thing. And the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man were made during this. So Sony still has a foot in the door and then, and you know, Disney Marvel is trying to get that Uh, Hulk at the time. I think Hulk is completely owned by Marvel at this point, but at the time it was similarly have partial ownership under, uh, don't quote me, but I want to say it was universal. Um, so, oh, so okay. there was still a rights thing going on there. And I think that trickles down to today, which is why you can't find those as easily. Um, the, I, so I know going forward, like we know, there's a couple of major character changes in the MCU, like actor changes. Uh, and one of them will be addressed in tomorrow's episode and the other will be addressed in a few more episodes. Uh, but one of them is, is Bruce Banner related. Edward Norton is only in this yeah, movie. Yeah, what the fuck is that too? Like. Uh, there are different reasons that different actors are not returning, but uh, Edward Norton, notoriously difficult to work with. Uh, I don't think they wanted him back. He was consistently making, uh, trying to make script changes. Uh, he was de- uh, deprecating on superhero movies in general. Um, he's not the type of actor. I don't know why they got him in here, especially if they were planning on making a, you know, a universe at some point. So, um, yeah, he, Edward Norton, only, only in this one. And the whole problem is this, it kind of trickles down. I don't really like anybody in this. Um, I don't like the main story. I agree with you. Uh, Emil Blonsky's our antagonist, played by Tim Roth, who I like a good amount of the time. Not always. I don't like when he's doing an American. Can't do the accent very well. Um, the big, <laughs> the, the other big bad kind of is the U.S. Army General uh, Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, uh, who is also uh, Liv Tyler Betty Ross's uh, father. It's just they don't uh, interest me in the in this. No, I want they them, don't. I want them to go away because I want to see Hulk do more stuff. And he does stuff later on, but it's mostly just fighting what Tim Roth turns into, which is Abomination. That's the just a bigger Hulk, basically. I mean, and uh, Mr. Blue, we find out, is Samuel Stearns, who has a larger role in the comics. You know, some of these, a couple of these characters kind of come back, but uh, this is kind of one of the more forgotten ones. And I think it's another one that doesn't really give you a perspective into, hey, we're going to create a universe out of this. And I think that probably is in part to the reason that, you know, it wasn't owned by Marvel fully when it came out. So maybe they weren't intending on making a universe based on these two characters together. Who knows? I, you know, I obviously might have been like, out of my ass, but they might have been like hedging their bets a little bit, uh, knowing that they're not they weren't 100 percent sure if they could get if they could get Hulk in the future. Um, but yeah, it's it's not a I've seen, you know, all but one now and it's uh it's a not a strong entry for me. Uh, but you know, before we get towards the end here, we'll have Mama K's question of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did not, also has never seen Hulk. Uh, she, I think it's the only one she's never seen because she does not like the character of Hulk, which we can get to at a different date. But her question relates to that. Why Hulk in a standalone movie and not someone like, say, Hawkeye? Uh, I think she picked Hawkeye because Hawkeye is one of the big six original Avengers, which we'll talk more about when we get to the okay. Avengers, Marvel's The Avengers. Uh, so I know that probably doesn't mean as much to you, Nicole, but um, you don't pick Hawkeye or in, I guess Black Widow would be the other choice. You don't pick them because they're not known at all. Uh, you could say, well, Iron Man wasn't known like or before Robert Downey Jr. donned the Tony Stark 
mantle. And uh, I, I see where your point is, but when you start with two unknown characters, Iron Man's kind of an anomaly, which is a hit because Robert Downey Jr. embodies the character so well. Hulk is a known commodity. Hulk is a safe, known, yeah. big commodity for Marvel. You know, for Marvel characters, after Spider-Man, Hulk is probably the next most famous. Maybe you could say Captain America or Thor outside of the MCU before. I know you have to think back before the MCU was a, was a thing, but before this, Hulk was a very popular character, so I think popularity is the reason they went with Hulk. Um, he's a recognizable character. I think that's the bottom line. Um, do you have anything more to say on Hulk, Nicole? Would you recommend it? I don't know. I, I don't think I would recommend this. Um, it doesn't hold up in comparison to Iron Man, the, the previous movie, and... You know, I, I don't know how it holds up in the sense of what other Incredible Hulks provided for viewers. You know, I don't know if this was the best one. I don't know if it was the worst one. And, you know, I, I think that, like you said, him being a recognizable character is a big selling point for them. I think that's why they kind of jumped on board with him and can sell a lot of shit of Hulk because people know who he is and get somebody like Lou Ferrigno to be in your film. That's pretty cool. But I think that, you know, that's kind of where it ends for me. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to use him later on in the films when they all band together, because he seems like he'd be a really great feature to have in your, in your team. But you know, this movie in particular, um, I now, I of course know that, that Mark Ruffalo becomes Hulk in the Marvel movies. So it's going to be, interesting i guess to see how they just kind of blow it off and transition one definitely different looking guy to the other in this <laughs> yeah um you're coming from only seeing basically this and iron man so you've seen one of the best and probably one of I, I, some people like it but i think it's probably one of the worst um and going forward i know there are some other down spots but this is pretty close to the bottom for me i don't i don't have a definitive ranking for these movies yet but uh, it's this is a bottom five for me um yeah not a recommend for hulk i don't think you need to watch it either because you know by the time you see hulk again not only is it a new actor but the character is tweaked a little i think you get the in this one they don't even show his traditional back usually for hulk you show the backstory that they showed in that 30 second flashback in like the opening credits where he's actually transforming we start with him on the run this is just a weird little episode that uh, i don't think if you're not a diehard i don't know how much value it adds to the full universe so it sounds like we're saying two not recommends for hulk uh, but that's okay, because coming up next week, we're returning, or next week, next tomorrow, we're returning to a uh, much more interesting character. Uh, that's Tony Stark in Iron Man <laughs> 2. That is the next episode that'll be coming out tomorrow. Uh, Nicole, cool. thank you once again for being on. Thanks. Till next time, this is Brendan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.